and we're live. Great, glad to hear it. Oh, we're here. How you doing, bud? I'm okay. I'm warm today. Today wasn't too like bad heat-wise, but I had a whole bunch of running around I needed to do after work. I had to bunch of cat stuff, like stock up on litter, change the litter. I needed some like more cat food, so I've been running around for the last Okay, and that's not stuff that you'll usually, like, do on, like, a weekend grocery haul? Well, the way it usually goes is that there's two of us, but my girlfriend has been visiting her parents this week, so I've been kind of the one doing everything. Ah, uh, double duty. Sure, yeah, I get it. Cool. Just snuck up on me a little bit. Right on. Yeah, my week's been pretty busy, too, just with work. Uh, I just yeah. I just had a lot of work this week, but... Um, did you do anything fun over the weekend? This last weekend? No, I just kind of hung out. It's not very often that I'm home alone, so I just kind of, like, slept a lot and did some reading. <laughs> I've been catching up on comics. Like, when we're together, I, we like to, like, watch movies and stuff. Like sure. person things, right? Yep. But, like, uh, this last weekend and week, I've just been kind of reading comics and just kind of saying to myself. All right. No, I totally know. I totally get that with my girlfriends in India and my game playing has gone up significantly because there's less like, oh, let's do something together because you're you're bored at the moment or or, you know, we can do this stuff together. And even the shows we usually watch together, it's like, well, I can fit those in like on my commute now or, or whatever it is. Yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, I went on a road trip down to kind of mid California. Um, and uh uh, an interesting story uh, that I'll, that I'll share. <clears throat> okay. Um, we were staying at an Airbnb in kind of like a quasi tiny home setup. Um, it wasn't like the, the tiny homes that you like see on Instagram where it's like every piece of furniture in here can like fold out into three different things that you're going to need. Um, mm-hmm. But it was like shipping container sized. Uh, right place that they had retrofitted like a murphy bed in so you could have like two beds and like like the loft i was in the loft bed up top and it was like literally four feet tall so every time i like rolled over during the night my elbow would hit like the ceiling oh man (laughs) okay (laughs) um but it was fine it was kind of it was kind of interesting first night was totally cool and then um the second day when we were going when we were leaving to go do stuff for the day um, I, know, I was waiting at the car and my friend comes out and he goes, I just, I just saw a couple ants in my bed. And I was like, Oh God, oh, that, no. that sucks. But you know, yeah. we just shrugged it off. Cause you know, a couple ants, ants are a thing that happens. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We come back that evening, yeah. like four or five ants on the wall. I'm like, Oh man, oh, no. there's more ants. There's a corpse hidden somewhere and they're eating it. <laughs> oh God. I hate when that happens. Um, well, that was the thing is the ants were spread out enough that they weren't like heading in a direction. It's not like a scenario where we left something in the garbage or we left some food out. They were just right. around. Sure. Yeah. So I was like, OK, well, hey, you know, you take your shower first. I'll squish these ants and then I'll like brush my teeth out here and then we'll swap. Every time I would squish all the ants and, you know, put the paper towel on the garbage, I would turn around five more ants okay <laughs> this went this went on of me being like all right finally i'm done i can brush my teeth nope more yeah. ants for like 25 minutes oh my god and it wasn't like a scenario where it's just like holy shit all these ants but it was just like what there's another four ants on the stairs now like what what where is this there's so many yeah. ants here like they're just not stopping i just couldn't kill them fast enough yeah to the point that i had to say to my friend like we have to bail on this place like yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to sleep with just ants on the all the walls. <laughs> yeah, totally. So we went out. We, we found like a motel and we requested Airbnb to like refund us the one night, which pretty much paid for all of the motel. Um, oh, OK. Although the morning we were leaving the motel, we found an ant. Ants. Oh, no, they <laughs> followed you. <laughs> to which when I saw that, I was like, well, I'm shaking out all my clothes, making sure that none came with me in like my bag and. But it was just like the one ant. (laughs) Um, That's like how they set up the sequel at the end of the movie. Yeah. Just a single ant just crawls out from under the hotel motel doors you drive off. Yeah, exactly. Or what you see is like (laughs) 
man, what a crazy weekend. Glad we're going home. And then like on like the bumper of our car, there's an ant yeah. that comes out and then crawls back into the car somewhere. Right. Totally. Yep. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, we were like mid California. If, if anyone knows uh, the state, we went to a town called Solvang um, and San Luis Obispo. Uh, cool little towns to check out. What, what, one of my favorite things. I'll give you my top three favorite things I did this weekend. Okay. Uh, k- killed a bunch of ants. No, that's yeah. I was gonna <laughs> no, say ants. No, of that course. was definitely like bottom. <laughs> that was the bottom one. Um, yeah. we we drove past a viewpoint called Elephant Seal Viewpoint because okay. there's just a shit ton of elephant seals there. Um, oh, and you can okay. go almost right up to them. Like it wasn't like you look down at a faraway beach and there's elephant seals. Like we could smell them. We could smell how bad the elephant seals smelt. That's how close we ask. were to them. Um, <laughs> how bad they smell. Yeah, yeah. not great. Um, but that was cool. That was cool. There were so many. There had to have been like at least 50 just hanging out on the beach, all just like taking a nap and like bumping into wow. each other. Yep. Um, second best thing. We went to a, a beer garden, a sausage, Copenhagen sausage house. They got nine Ooh. different kinds of sausage. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And the, you just order as many sausages as you want. They have beer flights. If, if that's something you're into big beer steins, if you want um, tons of different like mustards to order from. That was just great. Like absolutely. Uh, so I ordered five sausages. <laughs> um, OK, all different kinds or. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Like one and, of each. And they even yeah. tell you like, well, they had like at least nine different kinds. Um, OK, I, I picked out. Pretty much everyone that wasn't a veggie dog and wasn't an American dog that I'd heard the name of before. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was pretty great. Love that was very tasty. Do you remember like your favorite? Um, off the I top mean, of your head. I, no, Probably I don't. Pretty hard. I don't. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. <laughs> um, and then top f- favorite thing we did is there's this kind of art installation like an hour from any like of the towns we were, we visited and you mm-hmm. go there at night or in the evening when it opens up and it's like a mile, like a square mile of field that they have filled with little lights. This is a field of light thing. Yeah. That, Oh, uh, I guess for anybody who's like, doesn't know, Sean usually posts a bunch of this stuff on Instagram and stuff. So if you're not <laughs> following him there, like you can see some of this stuff. he's. So you about. saw my photos then. Yeah, yeah, I check Instagram pretty regularly. I like seeing what pe- my friends are posting. And stuff. Sure. That, that, that place was gorgeous, right? Like, that was super it's cool. It's super cool. Yeah. yeah. That that was like, I think, like a $40, $45 ticket, and then you just get to walk around. Absolutely worth it. Um, that was that was very cool. That was my favorite thing I did this weekend. So That, yeah, it seemed super, super cool. And then, yeah, coming back from that, it's like 10 o'clock at night. We're tired from being out the whole day. Yeah. Ants. Ants. Great. Yep. <laughs> finally getting to, then I finally got to go to bed like two hours later. God, I was so tired. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my weekend. So. Yeah, cool. Sounds eventful. Yeah, for sure. Um, but with that, it's been a long week. I just want to talk about some video games. Just want to chill out because okay. uh, sure. this is the top down perspective for August 4th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And uh, let's go through my list first. It's a bit shorter than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have been playing just today Multiverses. Yeah, so I've had this installed for a little bit now, and I keep thinking, today's a day, going to jump in, <laughs> and something else kind of comes up. I mean, one of these other games usually comes up. Um, right. So I've heard complaints that this is a little floaty, but otherwise pretty good. Yeah, I didn't really feel floaty. Um, okay. I mean, I didn't. I played maybe five matches. Uh, okay. And I will say the matchmaking was pretty good. Seventy-five percent of the time, it was me and my buddy. We were playing for the first time, so we were like level one, level two. We were playing other level ones, level two. But every now and then, they would put us against a team of level elevens. Um, oh. And the man. the unique thing this game does compared to a lot of other uh even fighters in general is you can equip upgrades that will like increase your horizontal attacks by five percent 
damage. So not only are we playing people who are, are much more experienced than us, we're playing people who literally have buffs on their characters that we just can't even match if we wanted to. Oh. So it's, it's a scenario yeah. where it's like, if the matchmaking's not in your favor, it is really not going to be in your favor, and you might as well just like throw in the towel because it is going to be an uphill battle. I wonder if it... Is this a thing just because they don't have enough people playing? That, well, like, that that could be. But I know specifically yeah. with this game, they have plenty of people playing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Like hmm. I was I was reading headlines this week that it's like. The most popular fighting game ever or something like the number of concurrence was off the chart. Like this game sure. is doing extremely well. So there are players that makes sense. and it has crossplay. Sure. like, yeah, there's there's no reason they should be matchmaking me with someone who has played more than two matches if I'm on my second match. Totally. That's super weird. Very odd. Um, I, yeah, so they're asking, it has crossplay. I think it has cross progression as well. So, which is great. Okay. Um, yeah, because you need a WB account, right? To sign yeah, up. and I, like I just, so I'm playing it on Xbox. I just downloaded it on Steam to play on my Steam Deck, which sure. I understand it's one of the like top Steam Deck games popularity wise as well right now. Um, that makes sense. Sure. So I yeah. don't know if I even logged in with a WB account, but I got to double check that because um, what I did do is I bought the Battle Pass. Um, OK, yep. It's it's under five dollars. Yeah, that sounds so. OK, this was going to be my question for you. This is a free to play thing that we knew it had a battle pass. How are they making money on this thing? Like, what is the monetization like for it? Is it skins or something? Yeah, it's skins. So like you do unlock okay. a ton of stuff um, in the game. And again, I'm, I've only played five matches. So right now they're giving me a lot of free stuff at the beginning because it is a it is a, a free to play game. So that's, that'll slow down. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. even when you are playing free to play games, if you invest in the battle pass, that kind of makes up for that lack of unlocks you're going to start getting because they want you to kind of get your money's worth for it. Sure. If yeah. you're not doing the battle pass, you earn coins and you earn. So at first you'll earn coins and then you can use those coins to buy characters that you'd like. And they have the um, the Dota or the Pokemon Unite uh, strategy of each day a few of the characters will be free. The rest are locked. Oh, okay. So yeah. at the moment I have like 2000 coins and different characters cost more. Like the iron giant is 3000 coins. LeBron James is 2000 coins. <laughs> Jake, the dog is 1500 coins. Um, so right now, like I could buy a character, the character I, I enjoyed the most today was, um, Finn. That's who I was primarily okay. playing. Um, and as you play with the character more and more, you will level them up, which gets you those um, ability upgrades to equip to them. So, you know, sticking with the character has its advantages. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's like I could I could buy a character if I want, but it's like, well, tomorrow Finn's going to be locked. And if I want to keep playing Finn, I should buy Finn. But it's like I've only played like a sixth of the roster. So it's almost worth me like saving my money until I play for this game like seven days in a row. So I can really see which character do I like. I wish there was like a, can I try out these characters? Like, let me have three matches with each one and then I will happily buy my favorite character to play forever. But right now it's like, I've only been able to play as, you know, the, like the four that are open on whatever given day, which today yeah. was Finn, Wonder Woman, Superman, Rain Dog, which I'm assuming is just always available because that's the okay. that's the that's the in-house character the one they made for this game and oh, okay, yep. uh i don't remember what their name was someone from steven universe which i haven't seen they're like a music kind of person it wasn't steven <laughs> I, I know that okay but i just i'm just not music familiar. what do you mean a music kind of, is it a person or one of the gem crystal gems like was it a human looking it looked it looked human yeah I think they have three eyes, maybe, when they took their glasses off. Oh, Garnet? Gar that sounds right. Yeah, I know it started with a G. Okay. 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 Um, which was my which was my friend's uh, favorite character, so that's who they were playing as. Garnet's great. Yeah. Dope character. Um, And then, hey, like, you know, this weekend, I think, is Evo, and a lot of people yeah. are thinking um, maybe they'll announce Sub-Zero and Scorpion. 
for the game, which oh, they were okay. part of that leak, that mm-hmm. rumored leak. Um, and so far, that leak has been true, which would mean Ted Lasso is on his way, which is still I, I want to see it. So weird. Um, yep. Inter- in- including weird stuff. So the characters are. They're in different categories, like Garnet is a brawler character. Finn is an assassin character. Oh, interesting. Okay. Bugs Bunny is a mage. <laughs> it's just, I guess that makes sense. He conjures random shit. Yeah, he'll like nowhere. he'll like and he comes out of a hat. That's his like intro is he comes out of a oh. top hat. I guess um, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, no, okay. but it is just kind of a, a, a weird thing to kind of put together. I know Arya Stark is a uh, is an assassin. I can't remember what the other characters are, but um, is there like does that matter if you were to do like 2v2 or 3v3 is it meta right now is a tank and a mage you gotta play like does that i don't know the meta i have heard bugs bunny is pretty op right now (laughs) okay um that yeah that tracks but i think so yeah that's the other unique thing about this game is they have a focus on 2v2 you can play it 1v1 you can play free for all we just did 2v2 uh because since we partnered up we didn't have a couple of the other options and we didn't want to play against like bots so we were just doing 2v2 on other humans. Um, sure, yeah. And we were seeing some stuff like, oh, hey, like, if we both equip this thing, it'll give us an extra bonus. And, oh, I'm, this thing is actually helping me out. But we were so early on that we didn't have a lot of the synergies available to us. Right, yeah. But you could absolutely do things where it's like, for example, Rain Dog's ability is they can pull people back onto the stage. So if you had someone who really right. likes jumping off stages and, like, fighting in the air then you don't have to worry because your teammate could pull you back onto the onto the land and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So sure. there's, I think there's enough uh, variation and depth there for some interesting things to definitely happen. Um, I'm hearing Does in it the chat like smash. Say again. Does it control like smash? Does it use button combos or kind of like stick movements or what is yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty much both. Like, you know, X okay. is normal attack, Y is a hard attack, and then if you do like forward X, it'll be a different attack. So it's pretty smash like. You can also ch- customize the controls, which I didn't look into, but I'm sure there is a do you want this to be more like smash option in there? Um sure, I did yeah. find myself sometimes when the heated moments were happening or I was getting knocked off stage, I was hitting up on the joystick to jump, which is not how you jump in this game, but that's how I played smash for right. like 20 years. Um, yeah, sure. Hmm. But, okay. uh, so I have to kind of get some muscle memory back for this one. Um, anyways, to answer your very first question, is it floaty? I didn't find it fo- floaty. I found the characters were actually like falling faster than I was used to. So I feel like smash oh. was floatier, but I also haven't touched smash in probably three years, maybe even four at this point. So I'm not the best one to, to ask. I wonder if like, it depends on the, your character too. Maybe people complaining about that are, are maining, I don't know, cat dog. I, I don't know what the hell characters no, are. So you're thinking of world. the Nickelodeon. Bro, uh, oh, you're right. Spider. I am thinking Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman. Then yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I've only played a few of them. <laughs> Superman has like a flying grab. So I guess he would be floatier. Um, Sure. That but makes anyways, sense. I, I'm having a good time with it. Like I said, I did buy the battle pass, although I think the game is still technically beta. So part of me is mm. assuming this battle pass was so cheap because it's going to be a much smaller season. Like it's not a full oh, season yeah. that you would get for it. And I'm assuming sure. when it fully releases, it'll go up to 10 bucks because that's your tip. That's your standard uh, monthly battle pass. Um but if they keep it at like four dollars or three or four dollars, whatever it is, that would be pretty great. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. you should uh, you should try it out. Cool. And then on top of that, I have been playing Road 96. Uh, which is a pretty interesting game. This is. If I had to describe this is the one I thought as dusk falls or whatever, what <laughs> like I get these two mixed up in my head because I remember trailers of like people in cars talking or something. Yeah, it, it's I could see that. And like from like a color palette, they're very similar. It's a lot of yellows. It's a lot of sunsets yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like Midwest vibe, like kind of desertish looking areas. Um, oh, this looks way different, though. I just like looked it up in, again. I mean, in terms yeah. of the actual art style. Yes. Graphical style. As, yeah. As Dusk Fall has a very unique uh, art style for sure this um, looks like a video game in comparison yeah this 
again, though, from a a genre perspective, it is another choose your own adventure, you know, telltale style adventure game. But it's also kind of a roguelite. Um, oh, OK. So the concept behind this one is there you're you're living in an oppressive society where a lot of teens are trying to cross the border at the northern tip of the country to escape this country. Um, and as okay. a result, the, the each each time you play or each episode starts off with a news report. Hey, and here we're, here's to the, this week's missing teens. And then you pick your character and there'll be like a list of these three teens are missing. You're a no named person, no face. You're pretty you're whatever you're picking is is kind of useless. Um, but you can pick one of the missing teens. And then from there, you just go through a series of like scenarios as you get closer and closer to the border. It's usually like four or five little scenarios you'll run through. And then it'll be like, now you're 900 miles from the border. And then eventually you will get to the border where you have to kind of do a final scenario where you are trying to cross. And it'll usually be a little more tense. You can die. (laughs) Oh, you you can absolutely die. And what's crazy about that is that doesn't stop the story from continuing. So I, so I, (laughs) so I think, so that's the thing is it is roguelite in terms of like, if, if one character gets a lock pick, all the next characters will have the ability to use the lock pick, which makes no sense. There is no narrative reason why this lock pick gets passed along, but it will make Hmm. subsequent runs easier because instead of you having to find the key or, you know, figuring out your way into the thing, you can just bypass it because you already have the lockpick. Um, so, so even if you die, you'll still move on to the next episode. And it's just like, well, you missed out on the ending of whatever that episode was going to be. And from a narrative standpoint, there isn't really like a heavy, like, like, for example, I lost my fourth character. But okay. every time you pass the border, it's not like a narrative thing really happens. It, it just kind of moves on to like, all right, here's the next set of teens. And the stories that you're just kind of hearing about are more just what's going on in society. There's a lot of people like protesting the government. There's uh, a vote coming up in a few days and stuff. And, and you can kind of impact these things by being like, oh, do I want to like join the protesters? Do I want to like fight for change by voting do I want to just agree with the current government? Um, you know, you have options and stuff. And I haven't really seen a concrete example of like, this is what's happening differently. How could my episode five have looked different? Um, mm. And again, you're playing different characters. So it's not like these people are recognizing you, but you're just kind of like, oh, I, I ran into this guy again. What's what's this guy been up to? And then you kind of get a so each time you're you're moving along the the mileage, the, the the sequences within the episodes and each time you're going on to a new episode, you do have a few like meters in the bottom of like how much of this character that you've interacted with have you interacted with. So there's like six people and it's like I've done 75 percent of this person's thing. So you're more kind of playing out their stories and you're just mm. like a conduit kind of going through the this world. It's interesting. Um I, I definitely would recommend it. Obviously, if you're an adventure game fan, you know, the, the telltale style adventure game fan, this will be right up your alley. Um, I will say this is a this is goofier than a lot of the games in this genre that I've played oh, recently. Um, interesting. Some a lot of the characters are just pretty wacky that you'll run into. Not so much mm-hmm. in like a a comedy sense, but just in like a. Oh, you, you, there is definitely like just like a level of humor being played throughout this. Like they are taking this all uh, pretty lightheartedly, even though they're talking about putting sending teens to like the pits. Yeah, that's like the way you were talking about it. It seemed more serious. Like it, that's the thing is there's definitely like serious things going on. And they're talking about like we got we, sh- we need to like bomb the border. Like we got to send our message and stuff. And it's like we got to make this kid build us a bomb and then you can decide do i want to talk this kid into building a bomb or do i don't want to try and get this kid out of here Um, or do i want to press this horn that goes a wooga in a funny way (laughs) (laughs) yeah but again but then you're also like hanging out in the sidecar of two like robbers who just like drive around breaking into shit and they're just like hey maybe i should team up with you because our last robbery went bad like here you have to do the robbery quiz 
<laughs> so it's like weird. What is even happening? It's it's a it's an interesting game. It's on Game Pass. So like, what do you got to lose? Um, sure. And I definitely think it's worth like playing a few episodes of it. So you kind of get a hand, handle of like how the, the narrative and the time element takes place. It's it's cool. It's interesting. That, again, that's Road 96. Cool. Uh, and yeah. uh, that's all I've been playing. All right, cool. I got a bunch of quick hits for you because I started going through a backlog of things I promised people I would take a look at. Um, okay. Su- Super Dungeon Maker. It's Legend of Zelda Maker. Oh, they did it's, it? Yeah. It's, okay. It's an early access. Pretty basic. It crashed my PC so hard that my PC died and I had to restart it. Uh, I oh. don't know if that's a game thing, but it happened while trying to create something in the map editor. So... I don't know. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it plays like a Legend of Zelda game where you play like a chicken in a top-down perspective. Take a drink. Okay. And you have bombs, a hookshot type thing, like a sword attack. Yeah, it's Legend of Zelda Maker. And this is Legend of Zelda 1, right? Legend of Zelda 1, yeah. Again, that's Super Dungeon Maker, just uh, to repeat it. Exodiac. This thing is freaking cool. This is Star Fox. Uh, oh, I've old. been hearing a lot about this. Yeah. So this is new age Star Fox, and it is such a good like example of making a modern version of an old game so that it plays and feels like you remember that old game playing. Because that old game is garbage, like today's <laughs> standards. And that's fine because it was on a system that could, like was being pushed to its limits or whatever. So this runs very smoothly. Uh, lots of the same color palette from like the 90s going on there and the weird grid stuff. There's some space harrier levels mixed in there as well. Yeah, um, yeah, you, yeah, you should say like even though it's modernizing it, it's not really modernizing the graphics. These are still like No, it looks like Star Fox. Yeah. Yeah, these are big polygons in your face. There are weird triangles flying around. Uh it's early access. I understand there's not a ton in this game yet. Yeah, I think uh, they were saying like six main levels or whatever, as if you were playing Star Fox and you know how you do like a run of the like different planets or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's no like you can't choose really which way you go in this yet. I'm guessing that's what they're going to add is just more stages. But right. uh, yeah. yeah, you want like a whole some... web of them if you're doing Star Fox. Exactly. This is just a line. <laughs> so it's did cool, you, though. Did you play Star Fox 2? No, I didn't. OK, do you have a. No. SNES Classic? No, I didn't okay. get one. Yeah, I have a SNES Classic. I don't think I ever booted it up. Um, yeah. So I haven't. For a lot of people, Sorry. that was their reason for getting one or wanting one is right. to play that. Yeah, no, I think I pretty much just played like Mario Kart and some Mario World. I don't think I booted up uh, Star Fox 2. Yeah. Are you but. a fan of these types of games in general? Yeah, I have a bit of nostalgia for 64 and I played. Yeah. Uh, I played I played Adventure. I played Assault. I guess I played most of the Star Fox games. I played Command. Then there was a Wii U one I did not touch. Guard? Is that what it's called? Star Fox Guard? Oh, this is a John question because he's the one that played like all of these. I only played like the first one and 64. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of nostalgia. Assault. I have a lot of nostalgia. I played a lot of Assault on the GameCube. So do you care about like an old throwback like this recreating the first game or is that kind of like, nah, that was. Well, this one is, I mean, the first it's they're all pretty similar except for the GameCube ones. So like, yeah, no, I'm I'm down for this for sure. Yeah, the the problem I think this runs into is that in its aesthetic choice, sometimes some of the stuff that is attacking you is hard to see because of all the bright colors and like just the way things look. Um and also, if you have like photo, uh, if you have that thing where you could like have seizures or whatever, flashing lights and whatever, like photosensitivity, right. uh, this sort of thing could be pretty bad for you. And as far as I could tell, there's no like real great way to turn that down uh, yet. This is an early access, so it's not the full finished product. Just maybe be wary that those old style games have a lot of flashing lights and colors swapping and stuff like that. And that this is no different in that way. But it's not terrible about it either. Um, I jump back into Amori. Uh, this is the RPG Maker game that came out, I think, in 2020 or 2021. 2020, probably December 2020. That 
is this weird game about you and your friends and this dream world sort of thing. It's fine. Uh, there's some parts, there's some parts of that game, I think just overstay their welcome. And it makes some parts of the, that game a slog to get through where it feels like I should be done this palace. I'm in by the way, like for example, and I nowhere near done as far as I can tell. So it's a pretty standard like JRPG style. Can we just like wrap this up sort of moment? <laughs> and there's like been a few of those now. Isn't this is another like Undertale influenced game? Um, I w- wouldn't say this is Undertale influenced. It's more probably Earthbound influenced directly, which Undertale like takes some influence from as well, obviously. Right. But okay. it is more of a dark and depressing story. <laughs> it's not a happy one, like in any regard. I-, I finally got to the point where the story is getting like weird and creepy so i want to see more of it and i'm stuck in like this shitty dungeon talking to a chef that sucks and him like getting killed or something ostensibly for giving me wrong directions on how to make a cake i don't know it's like that sort of thing where i don't care about this part i want to get to the next part and uh it's cool but also it's been a little bit of a slog okay yeah i know this game's on um game pass as well Yes, I believe so. Yes. Uh, another quick hit. Dungeon Munchies. This is just a weird, like, side-scrolling hack-and-slash thing where you are killing enemies to take their body parts and make them into stews and foods, and that gives you perks. So think almost like a roguelite where you would go to, like, an item room or something and get something that says like now all your attacks do this or now you have poison attacks or whatever but instead of being run based it seems like it's a just normal story like linear thing where you can kind of choose what like foods you have in your stomach and what effects they give you uh yeah looks like it's got some crazy combat uh it's pretty just hack and slashy uh it does also kind of the roguelite thing of depending what you eight it'll change how your character looks and maybe like certain attributes about them um but yeah it has like a pretty standard sword attacks you could have a sword and shield you can have a bow one of the things is like a magic wand that you can turn on and it just continuously fires a laser beam of some sort it's a cool little game though i thought it was neat and maybe worth looking into if that's your sort of thing i like the humor in it too it's definitely not humor for necessarily everybody but it it might be up your alley it was up mine again dungeon munchies such a weird name the music's dope too far world pioneers uh this is terraria just straight up if you like terraria you should check this out because it's another one yeah yep and then the big one that came out yesterday hooked on you a dead by daylight dating sim yeah this is kind of disappointing oh really (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, so you play a character with amnesia because, of course, you wash up onto a beach on what you find out is called Murderer's Island with five killers and two, like, like camp counselors, essentially. Like a guy and a girl that are survivors that are, like, running this whole thing. And it may or may not be a, like, reality TV show. It may or may not be like a bunch of different things. I don't actually know because the whole idea of this game is that you have to play through it multiple times to get more and more information about it from the different people you're courting, the different okay. killers you're courting, and then kind of piece it together. So I only did one playthrough. Uh, it so was about three hours. Uh, well, I it there's like a kind of random thing at the beginning. And uh-oh. Something. Someone's out there screaming. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I went with uh, Spirit, first of all, uh, okay. which is the female ghost character. I don't know how to... If you just look it up, you'll see a picture of her or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to um, see people are. Spirit. So Spirit, Wraith, and Huntress are pretty great. Uh, Trapper is a giant sack of shit, but 
that's okay because you kind of oh, that's a Trapper. giant sack okay. of shit. Character. I was gonna ask who's the one like on like the cover, and that's Trapper. Yeah, he's a giant sack of shit. He's like the worst, but they the game knows it and they're playing him up that way. Uh, but you can date him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who's the fifth one? The fifth one is Trickster, and he just kind of jumps in and out. It's weird. He's he's kind of like a cameo character, I guess, but he's apparently also somebody you can date. Because Trickster's not and, really coming up. Yeah. When I'm looking. <laughs> okay. Trickster looks the least monster-like. Yeah. He looks like just a dude. <laughs> yeah, like he is definitely just like like anime like husbando. Yeah, his whole deal is that he's popping in and out as like a cameo and kind of just fucking with shit every now and then. But he's going over to IP Island because the island we're on is not is like the um, copyright free island, essentially. So there's an IP Island where something, I guess, similar is happening with the actual killers that you would know from Dead by Daylight. I don't know. There's a whole lot of weird meta humor in here. And that's the problem is that the writing in this game is bad. <laughs> some of the oh. humor hits, some doesn't. That's fine. But the way it's all written is kind of bad. And that's kind of a bummer because you're doing a lot of reading. So uh, I can't really explain why. It's just the way things are written seems super amateurish and they kind of go for weird jokes that don't land well where your character... Like, I just named mine Paul for ease or whatever. So Paul in this world has, like, dialogue. But also the narrator is talking to Paul and breaking the fourth wall. And also the ocean at some point talks to you. Like, it's just one of those things where this is absurd. So it's funny, right? And I'm just sitting here kind of like, no, like, you didn't make it funny. (laughs) So it's just absurd in a bad way. Do you think they will add more of the murderers from the game as like know. as like DLC ones? Like now you can date and maybe not like a like a branded one. Like they're not gonna put like you know Chucky in here or whatever, but like I'm assuming there's more uh like of the characters they own. Yeah. So for example, uh, like I'm not going to give away any spoilers or anything, but Spirit has like all their characters have lore. If you're crazy enough to care about that stuff, you can go to a wiki and look up like pages of lore on their own characters. Sure. So Spirit has like a story and like she talks about her story and her past or whatever in here on dates because sure, that makes sense. OK. Uh, and she also has an ancestor that is also a killer from that pack or whatever, from whatever season they did with her in it for dead by daylight. And that character is also involved in her story at some point for a little bit. Okay. So yeah, there is definitely some interweaving of other killers okay. in some way. And so you need to like, you you have a feeling you're going to have to like date all four or five they kind of these. just straight up tell you like at the very end something happens and then they're just like your first playthrough's done <laughs> okay to get the full story of what's going on on murder island yeah okay um i'm kind of interested to know what's going on on murder island because i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm pretty sure it's an eldritch old god because it always is but the way they kind of do that is that there's just a bunch of weird mysterious shit that happens every now and then and i kind of want to see that through I don't know that I want to see it through where I'm playing through the game four or five more times or whatever they need me to do with this. I'm, I'm actually I just ran across this article when I was looking up what the trickster looked like. You can't okay. date the trickster. Oh, OK, fair enough. So I guess you have to do it for he's just a, he's just a cameo, I guess. Yeah, or he, something just, like. he just pops in. Yeah, OK, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know it. So the thing is, is that for a $10 game, it's fine. It's a way to waste some hours. If you have like a real fondness for specifically any of these killers or Dead by Daylight, that's cool. For me, it made me kind of just want to play Dead by Daylight because I was like, oh, right. They make that game and that game is actually kind of fun. I think this is totally fun. Um, Even if the game's not great, it's like how often does a game 
that you know get get so popular that you just start getting like weird spin-offs of it like it has to be that stuff only happens if it gets like massive like league and stuff and then you totally. get like the anime so like i bet f- people who are like diehards on dead by daylight and i know there are people like that yeah. i bet they love this yeah uh even people that like visual novels and dating sims like there's enough there that you'll probably enjoy your time with it um yeah it's totally a fine thing it's just i don't know the writing really stuck out to me in a way that i was just like oh i kind of don't like a lot of how this is written (laughs) okay Uh, that's a bummer but yeah i guess Uh, they worked with um the company that made the colonel sanders dating game i thought that was better like (laughs) it it was the same kind of like schlock or whatever i kind of actually I got to be a little more fair. I think anytime you are on the dates or whatever and talking with the killers, the dialogue is kind of okay. Like they're kind of, they all have different personalities. They're kind of affable in their own way, except Trapper's a giant piece of shit, but he's supposed to be. So that's fine. And uh, they have like actual things to say. It's really that they feels like there's a lot of padding in between those dates where you're talking with the narrator or the narrator is trying really hard to be funny and that sort of stuff I don't like. It's like they're trying to recreate the Monica thing from Doki Doki Literature Club. And if you know, you know, uh, Back, with yeah. this. And but like this is supposed to be like uh, breaking the fourth wall, knowing like wink at you where the Monica thing was kind of the big reveal of that one. So it doesn't it hits differently. I don't know. There's just things about this I don't really like, but I think it's a cool enough little product that it's worth checking out if you're into dating sims. I think you have to kind of go into this knowing there's going to be a wink in the nod just with like the concept of this, because no one's yeah. I don't think anyone is stumbling across this and being like, oh, I love dating sims and I'm just looking for a new dating sim. And I've never even heard of Dead by Daylight, well, but I like these. There ones. might be <laughs> there I might be, be a few. I would be shocked <laughs> if that person exists. There might be because people definitely like. I could see this being the because you like this and this steam is recommending you this sort of thing. Maybe I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe on consoles or something. Definitely not. But steam has weird algorithms that are just like, here's a thing you might like. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, It's fine. Ten dollars. I put four hours into it. There's easily probably another four worth of stuff. Yeah, no, for 10 bucks, it's hard to be upset. Yeah, I agree. That's all I've been playing. Cool. Uh, in terms of news, nothing really happened this week, so let's just do some emails. I'll give you some news. Papers, please, comes out on mobile tomorrow. Hell yeah. Woo. That's it. All right. Yep. <laughs> if we're doing small news, uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer is getting DLC and up to eight player co-op, which is pretty crazy. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm down. If you want to send a question into the show, Top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box are all great ways to do it. Yeah. And you can sound just like galactic Baron here who wrote what is or used to be your usual Taco Bell order. Crunchwrap Supreme. I was going to say the exact same thing. Crunchwrap Supreme, no tomatoes. And then I would, okay. I would, I would carefully unpeel it, put I'm hot sure. sauce in it. Oh, yeah. Fold it, fold it back together. Yeah, that's fair. What I do is I'll take a bite and then just kind of put hot sauce on the next bite and just like little by little. I mean, that's how I do it when I get like a burrito. Um, yeah. But with the Crunchwrap, it was easy enough to open it up. Sure. Okay. Kevin writes, what's your favorite type of fantasy? Uh, dark. Grim, dark and dark. Just, I was going to say yeah. uh, science fiction. Okay. Yep. Rasterman seven writes uh, wrote wrote a long one and I I condensed it and and paraphrased their their question to be okay. Uh, when was the last time you were so fascinated by something that you had to experience it again immediately? Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the movie. I saw it twice in the same weekend in the theaters. Wow, same weekend. I'm, I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. I've definitely done like back to back weeks. Yeah, sure. But like uh, right away, the closest. Yeah, the closest might be. 
I did see Spider-Man No Way Home a few days later, but that was also because it was like saw it with my mom and then I had to go see it with my yep. dad. Um, yep. That that was the same. I think, with I me. think, the, I I think the, the most recent one, though, where I, I came, I, I finished and I was like, I need to watch this again right now. I didn't end up doing it, but it, I had the desire to was everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> yeah, fair. OK. Um, uh, Phantom Menace was another one back in the day. I remember just as a kid being like, yeah, got to see it again. That was the coolest thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> this yeah. is this is it. I'm peeking right here. Um, I've just finished the quarry and I immediately yep. was like, well, I should load that up and pick all the opposite answers. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's yep. One hundred percent. But unfortunately, I can't like fast forward through the cutscenes, which is a bit of a bummer. Um because I would have enjoyed uh, getting through it quicker. Yeah. Uh, Hebrew Lantern says, writes, if a big sta- if a big chain store <laughs> offered a discount version of you for sale, what would be the difference in the knockoff version? Probably like blonde hair and shaved or something. Okay. For yours, the knockoff yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh... Like a goatee. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like a goatee. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, maybe like really thin hair. Um, oh, like, sure. Like scraggly or something. Like, like balding in a, a bit in some way. Um, yeah. Oh, do you have like, I guess I don't really know. Do you have like a fade on your sides a little bit, like shorter? Yeah, it's it's a lot shorter on the side and then so, longer on top. So like toys can't get that right for characters so they usually do just like make them bald or whatever so it would totally probably be something like that sure yeah yeah um i don't know i'm like i don't have a great like bad teeth i don't know i don't know yeah, i was gonna say like a, a uh what's it called an eye patch I don't know that maybe that one, one might be decent for me because I've had I had all the face <laughs> and, and eye issues. So maybe like an eye sure. patch. For, yeah, that could work. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like John. He he wears glasses. So maybe he has like Coke bottle, like big glasses or something like he has really bad eyesight. Yeah. Uh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's that's saying evil. Funny. Sean has a mullet. That's a hairstyle I would probably never <laughs> want. So, yeah, that's a good one. I don't what I don't get is mullets are like back. Uh, to a certain people. Yes. I, oh, I'm just saying like, me. If, I mean, if I'm looking at like what is like the hip fashion, I'm you, like I'm typically looking at like teens, right? Because they're going to be I like, guess on, so. they're going to be on like the cutting edge of what's what's new as opposed sure. to just l- doing what they've been doing for years. I've seen a lot of teens with mullets. Hmm. Party in the back, business in front. Yeah, makes sense. It's always made sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phantom Ages. What's your favorite sense to sniff? <sighs> I just had a roasted chicken in my car for a while on the drive home and it made my whole car smell like roasted chicken and it was so good that's okay one sure yeah i'm one of the i feel like fewer and fewer that actually does like the smell of subway which i I know people which is an easy one to hate because that thing like if there's a subway in a mall that whole mall is gonna smell like subway Man, I can't even picture him. Like, if I went into a mall with a subway or to a subway, I probably it probably would hit me instantly. I can't picture in Have my head. Have you just head not been to a subway in a long time? In a long time, yeah. yeah. So, like, subway has the hmm. big smell. I like the subway smell. Uh, vanilla is just a good go-to. Yeah, vanilla is good. Um. Hmm. I mean. It's pretty cliche to say like baked bread, b- baked cookies, any baked anything really is really good. Baking's usually, good. do you have like a go to like Febreze scent that you always pick up as for like your air fresheners? I really, really like citrusy stuff. So okay, like so a lemon or an orange. Yeah. It's just a clean smell, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like I don't have like a go to one. I, I'm usually just picking like, OK, which brand is cheapest? And then I'll just get like one of each because I know I'll use them. So it's like fresh linen. Sure. sure. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I have a I have a disgusting answer, but it's true. I love the smell of a cigarette while it's being smoked, but not the smell of it on people's clothes or anything. It's like this weird, like almost huh. raisin burning smell or something. Okay. I'm going, I have to assume that's, that's because of your history with smoking. I would assume so. Yeah. Also the fact that you could like differentiate two different cigarette style smells is oh, awesome. it's I think it's super easy too because after somebody's had a smoke and you just smell it on them, it's fucking revolting. It's terrible. Okay, yeah, I feel like it just kind of all lumps together for me. I hate the smell of cigarettes. Yeah, um, fair. Yeah, so that's always not great to to have to smell. Sure, but it's also I feel like it's also a bit mental where it's like. Oh, and because I'm smelling this, it's literally like impacting my lungs negatively. So there's right, also that yeah. part of me not enjoying this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, VGC Kenny writes. Okay, this is a big one. You get an email. It's from people making the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing, and they want you in it. <laughs> of course they would. They offer you one of two options. <laughs> one, you get to voice your favorite turtle. Or two. The person who played your favorite version of your favorite turtle gets to reprise their role and you get to work with them and you get to be your second favorite turtle. This is so specific. What do you choose? I don't have a, a favorite representation of my turtle, so I can't. Right, even really me neither. Think. That's gonna, I was going to ask, like, do you have that? Do, do, is there someone walking around being like this voice actor on, on this iteration of the turtles was my absolute favorite yeah this is a john it. question because i don't care about any of that i don't even know if john would have something because like he's not watching like a lot of the cartoons as far as i know mm. um i mean i feel like the second answer is the better one if you have that attachment oh yeah for sure like I if, don't. if you swapped out TMNT for something else that I like, then it's like I would love to work with this person reprising the role. I'll take I'll take second banana to them. Absolutely. But sure. I just don't have it. Also, like. I I don't need to be the, my favorite turtle. Like it's fine. I just it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm totally with you. <laughs> uh, I guess it's like so like I guess I would pick one because I because I can't pick two. Um, but it's also like I don't have like that much interest in the turtles. Um, so it's like I don't even need not one. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the answer is one because the turtles don't matter. The best voice in any turtle thing was James Avery as Shredder in the original cartoon. So he's dead. He can't reprise his role. He's not a turtle. The answer is number one objectively. Okay. Sure. I guess. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Suku Suku writes. Uh, Do you think we'll ever see another video game crash in our lifetimes? What would it take for it to happen? Uh, yeah, probably, but not in the same way that it was before. It might be oversaturation sort of crash. Well, I feel like it. I, I almost don't think the oversaturation part could happen because we are getting more games made now than ever before, but yeah. they're just, they're online and they're by, you know, smaller teams. So it's almost like, you know, with the internet and, and with people, with the gamers engaging with them in, in different ways, like we adapted to be able to absorb more games. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I just realized they said in our lifetimes. No. <laughs> okay. The one thing I could see happening, though, is like the consoles themselves becoming irrelevant in, in you know, like a crash like manner of yeah, whether sure. it's like streaming or phones or something like that becomes get, they get to such a, a strong place. 
yeah that it's like like even now there are plenty of arguments to not get an xbox right um, yeah totally and those arguments are probably just going to get better and better as like yep. x cloud gets better like you know what i mean so yep. eventually it's like no they i i, I can't imagine that they're i've at, I can't imagine we're going to have consoles forever because they're just going to become apps on our computers or on our phones. Uh, Xbox has already kind of started moving in that direction where they're a brand more than they are like an actual box that you put in your entertainment center. Yeah. And I know Xbox loves, I mean, Xbox loves saying, you know, we're the strongest, we're the most powerful console. They like having that. Um, Mm -hmm. They like being able to come in with, with their two tiers and they have the cheap model and, and that's great. But I do think eventually a line will cross where it's like so many people are playing it now just through streaming or whatever. Yeah. Like they're already putting uh, Game Pass on Samsung TVs. Yep. And like to the point, like I think like it's it would be weird now buying a smart TV that doesn't have Netflix already installed on there and whatnot. Sure. And, you know, sooner or later, we're going to be buying TVs that just have our whole computer on there. So could be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I do think consoles will have an, an end point for sure. All right. Last question from Linebeck. So recently I've been playing Digimon Survive and without spoiling anything, I do question how it got a T rating. <laughs> What's a game you played that you feel really should have had a different age rating? Hmm. I don't it's know. always a little crazy to me when something's age rating goes up astronomically because there's like cleavage in it, but there's like people eviscerating each other's guts. And sure. Stuff. That, I feel that's like always yeah, been a thing. The, the more like the better answers to this question will relate to like movies. I feel like. I feel oh, like, sure. Yeah. I feel like games get it uh, pretty accurate. Like the only thing that always was like a little off was like Halo was teen. And I, oh, I always okay. Or no, Halo's Halo M. Halo's M, I think. I have no or idea. Was for a long time because I remember because I remember a lot of when I worked at like EB Games, that would be the one that we would recommend. Like it's like the softest M, but oh, it switched sure. to be teen. So the Master uh, yeah. Chief Collection is M, but I, I do think Halo's like the softest M you could possibly get. Yeah, arguably um, it should be teen. Apparently it went teen with Halo 5. Uh, sure, it should have been teen all along, yeah, as far as I'm like, concerned. Yeah, like there's no blood, like every, yeah, everyone, like no one blows up, gets disembodied in any kind of way and stuff like that. So that was always the one that was a, a little strange to me. But other than that, I feel like they get it pretty right most of the time. Are there any ones that you're surprised are like lower than... Like, I'm trying to even think. I play a lot of just mature rated games, I realize, because they all have like horror elements in them. And that's usually an instant mature. Yeah, I, I can't I can't really think of an example. I'm also having a hard time just like remembering which games are what, because yeah, I like never pay attention to that at all. Um, and I probably and I haven't really ever had to pay attention to it. Luckily, like, I didn't have parents that were like looking at those. Um but yeah, even now with most of my games being digitally, like I I just see the age rating so much less. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for questions. Uh, if you would like to send in a question for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. We haven't said it in a while. If you send a, a message in to John's P.O. Box, we'll read it on the air. Like we will not, we will not like filter that one. It is a guarantee on the air unless it's offensive. Yeah, I was going to say we will filter it if you use certain terminology. But, you know, when people send in questions (laughs) through the other, like we cut questions sometimes because for one reason or another, we won't cut the ones that you physically send in unless they're offensive. Just thought I'd mention that. We haven't done that. Mentioned that in a while. Yeah, sure. What is your game of the week? Uh, X Zodiac. That thing's cool. Right on. And I'm going to give it to road 96. Um, if you're a TDP fan, 
Uh, stay tuned to the feeds because uh, we will be recording our episode all about the movie Nope shortly. That'll probably go live on Monday. And if you're a TDP Plus fan uh, and haven't listened to our last episode about Neon White, that is also out. So go check out and hear what our thoughts on Neon White were. Yeah. Um, and as a reminder, for August, we're playing through that Klonoa collection that came out recently. So get ready for that. Yeah. But we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.